This is Joe Malone joining me, the head coach and general manager of the North Iowa Bulls, Todd Sandin. Coach, thanks for being here today. Thanks, Joe. I'm still kind of sweating it from that, that crazy, dramatic win we had on Saturday night in lacrosse. Oh, so we are we are going to get to that. It was uh, a game for the ages for Bulls fans, something that uh, a nail-biter that we don't get to experience that often. Um, I want to start with uh, things that took place Friday night and then also here on uh, Monday morning. Before we dropped the puck on Friday night, we held a moment of silence for uh, a member of the Bulls family and, and a member of hockey, uh, the hockey family in North Iowa, Christy Helmer, who passed away on Friday morning. Morning. We had a moment of silence for her, unveiled uh, her her banner, uh, which will hang at the North Iowa Ice Arena. And then uh, this morning, Monday morning, was her funeral service in Clear Lake. And uh, you were at the service, Coach. Can, can you tell me about uh, what was that like for you and for the team? Well, you know, I mean, our entire team was there in their, in their jerseys. And, you know, when you look at how blessed we are in the community with the volunteers and uh, just the, the outpouring of support that we receive here in North Iowa is it, it, it's unbelievable. And, and Christy has been part of junior hockey its entire time in North Iowa with the Huskies, uh, then the Outlaws, and now the Bulls. That um, for the family to really request that we be such a big part of her celebration of life, we're um, emotionally moved by it, and, and it just. It lets you know how much people really care about the team that we have here, and we're so thankful for for Christie's service and you know for for her family. We wish them well in a tough time. Well, I know uh, the hashtag that is going around social media. The players are using it. Obviously, us the fans are using it. Silver cup for Christie. You know, I mean, it, it carries a little extra importance this year. Well, when, when you realize how, how important the team is in the community. It does. I mean, and for for a family to to include the team to such a degree, I mean, if you need a reason to to go play hard, Christie's certainly a, a legitimate one for sure. Let's get into the game. Uh, Friday night, uh, Bulls are well. They're playing Bulls hockey. It's a nine-two victory over Lacrosse. There were two shots and two goals by the Bulls before Lacrosse decided to make a goaltending change. Uh, talk to me about the way the team played on Friday night. Great power play, contribution from everybody. It, it was a good win. I think when you look at the first goal with with Ryan Durant catching the pass on the right wall and just beating their defenseman by keeping his feet moving and lowering his shoulder, just using speed to beat him, that set the tone for the game. And I think our speed just completely discombobulated lacrosse Friday night. Now, lacrosse, it looked like they had a couple of different uh, ways that they were going to try and beat the Bulls. First, it looked like they were trying to catch a, uh, in an odd man rush a couple of different times before the score kind of prevented them from taking that approach. And then it looked like they tried to take it uh, physical, and, and neither of those really worked in slowing down the Bulls' offense. Yeah, you know, it, it doesn't. We we have several game styles that we're capable of playing too. So I mean, if a team wants to come out, they want to try to stretch. I mean, we'll, we'll we have you know schemes set in place and systems set in place to to prevent that. And certainly, anytime anybody wants to get physical, especially in our building, like we are not going to get run out of our building. That's for sure. So 
you know, taking taking that course is all fine and dandy, but uh, we're going to stand up at home for sure. Now, the Bulls did get uh, two goals right away off the uh, first two shots of the game, but Lacrosse was applying some heavy pressure, and Tommy, uh, to keep the Bulls in that game early on, Tommy Algren and Nett, came up with some unbelievable plays. One that stands out in my mind was a four-on-one that Lacrosse had on the Bulls, and Tommy shut them down. Four-on-one. When the heck did they get a four-on-one? No, I remember the play. Okay, good. Uh, I'm like, I swear that will happen. Kind of, <laughs> that's the kind of goaltending that we need to get once in a while with being so offensive-minded. Um, we do give up some crazy chances. And we, we, we are key to our goalies. Hey, you're going to have to make five tough saves tonight. Like, you're going to have to steal five of them for us just because of our game style. So, Looking at that, I mean, both of our guys, David and Tommy, and through the course of the playoffs, have been outstanding. And certainly, Zach St. John was great in his outings this year for us, too. Now, uh, let's move to Saturday night. Saturday night is uh, a game that a lot of people I know uh, drove to and, and attended in person. And then uh, there was uh, the multitude of people, myself included, watching on fast hockey. The Bulls get off to an early lead with Owen Larson getting the scoring started just three minutes into the game, uh, into the uh, second period. And then Lacrosse answers back with three straight uh, goals. In the uh, By the time the middle of the third period rolls around, it's 3-1 lacrosse, and I know uh, I was watching the game with Nate, and, and we're like, man, this is going to really put a damper on our Easter plans. We're going to have to be at the ice arena on Sunday night. I mean, yeah, it's fun to watch the Bulls play, but, you know, what's going on? Before the, the team, what, what turned it around for the Bulls to answer back from that 3-1 deficit? Well, I think, first of all, you look at lacrosse and the situation they're in. They're, they're in a winner-go-home mode. So they're playing with a ton of desperation. I think us getting the first goal. If we'd have got two, I think it could have been we could have had our way. But the fact that they answered back and then were able to take the lead, like that's what that's the way they need to play. But I think when our guys got down three to one, I think there was a pulse on the bench that then immediately started to beat a little bit faster. So our guys started to feel a little bit of the desperation on, hey, like let's we got to get going here. And that's when you see that our guys think they need to turn it up or they're going to turn it up, That that's like we can score goals so quickly, and I think that's what you end up seeing there. It's just our guys kind of ramped it up a little bit and said, hey, we got to start taking care of business. we got to play a little bit harder and a little bit smarter. Yeah, the comeback charge led by Lindgren uh, making it 3-2. Then just less than two minutes later, Bergmeier ties it up 3-3. And you're thinking, okay, that's all right. You know, tie game, better than losing. And then Maloney puts in what turns out to be the game winner with less than two minutes to play. Owen Larson adds an empty netter. Was there relief when the Bulls took the lead and then added that extra goal? Or what was your feeling on the bench? You know, you know when Melanie got the game winner there, I think there was like two, 2.45, 2.35, something left in the game. Uh, I don't see, I feel like there it is. We're, we're going to win this game. Um, it, it's always nice to get that empty netter when you can because you pretty much know that seals it um, with the system we play and how responsible our guys are. We don't, like, we don't feel like we're going to give up two for sure. So um, the, the empty netter for sure, we, we were well within dealing that we won the game. Now, next up for the Bulls is the Silver Cup Tournament taking place in suburban Chicago. Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night are the games that are scheduled so far for the Bulls. Uh, Yellowstone, Quake on Wednesday. Great Falls Americans Thursday. Point Mallard Ducks on Friday. Is it helpful that the team is playing all night games so you kind of stay in, stay in that same schedule? Well, I think it does. It keeps us in our normal game 
mode routine for, for days and games on the road, playing at 7 or 7.30. You know, it's either our game time or closer time. So that that's a nice uh, added draw for us that we just have a regular prep day on every day of the, the round-robin play. Um, out of these three teams, what what who do you know the most about? We, we'd probably say Great Falls because Casey Curley coached there last year, so he knows, you know, plenty of their systems intimately. Um, when, you, when you look at Point Mallard, their coach was in Gillette, the Frontier Division last year, so a little different look there at a new coach on a different team, and then Yellowstone has a new coach this year, so probably Great Falls is the one we're going to, you know, have a, the most familiarity with. And when it comes to these games, uh, being that it is a round-robin format and there are, you know, one of the two teams in Pool A is going to be, uh, two of the teams are going to be making it to the semifinals, is it, you know, an all-out point fest, score as many goals as you can, you know, tiebreaker situation? Yeah, it, it, unfortunately, that style of tournament, you have to stay on the gas. I mean, and you have to get up, you have to get out early, you have to play the game the right way, and... I mean, above all, you need to win because how it lays out is it's three points for a win. Um, if it goes to overtime, each team gets a point, and then there's a bonus point for for winning in overtime. But uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta start games on time, and you gotta get after it. And you gotta just keep your foot on the gas. Well, I know Bulls fans are super excited for a chance to bring the Cup back to North Iowa, back to Mason City. And coach, uh, if you have time, I would love to get a chance to chat with you again later on this week. You give me a call anytime, Joe. You know, I always have time for you. Awesome. Uh, Coach, thanks so much for the time today, and uh, go Bolts. Thanks, Joe. And just again, uh, our condolences to Christy Helmer and her family, and we really want to thank their family for all their support of junior hockey over the years. Thanks, Joe.